With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Guggenheim. Short episode today, we're going to talk week zero picks. Uh, I was going to talk a little bit about what was going on with the potential of Oregon joining the Big Ten. We're going to get to that next week just because I'm slammed for time. If you like the podcast, make sure to like, follow us wherever you get your podcast. We are now on Amazon Podcasts, so check us out there, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And if you want to leave me a message, Talk at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, you know the deets. Two games this week that feature Big Ten teams in the Week Zero lineup. First, we've got the Wyoming Cowboys. No, they did not join the Big Ten. At... The Fighting Illini, the Illinois Fighting Illini. Uh, Wyoming under Craig Bowl has always been a little bit of a, a scary team to me, right? They had, uh, they, they've had some good teams, some explosiveness. Um, it's ninth, it's Craig Bowl's ninth year at Wyoming, and and just to give you an idea, they they beat Missouri. In 2019, 37 to 31, um, they they were eight and five that season. Last year they were seven and six, and won. I think they won their bowl game. So they were eight and five in 2017. So they're uh, they they haven't played power five teams all that tough, but they did beat Missouri, which. Missouri and Illinois are probably more similar than Missouri and Iowa or Missouri and Penn State. So at first glance, when I saw Wyoming, Illinois, I thought, you know, maybe Wyoming's got some juice. Maybe they could do something. Their top two quarterbacks transferred out. So Sean Chambers uh, and Levi Williams both transferred out. And then their best tailback uh, Zazavian Valade, who had 1,070 yards last season for the Cowboys, he transferred to Arizona State. They also lost one of their receivers to, I think it was Isaiah Nayer. Uh, they lost him to the Texas Longhorns. So they, they lost their top receiver, their top running back, their two top quarterbacks, uh, two of which to power five teams. And the other two, one is at, I believe, Montana State, and the other one's at Utah State. And so either lateral moves or they moved up in terms of uh, prestige. Uh, Montana State, not really lateral move, in case of any Wyoming Cowboys fans are listening and they're like, how dare you compare us to Montana State? Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know what Wyoming folks from Wyoming sound like, so I apologize for the bad accent. Anyway, so Wyoming, they, they only have eight returning starters. They don't recruit well. And so they have a new quarterback. They're breaking a new quarterback in. So I, I'm not 
super high on Wyoming. I get they're playing Illinois. Illinois does not have a ton of talent, obviously. But they do have seven returning starters on offense, six returning starters on defense. And I I think, though Tommy DeVito is not necessarily... I don't think he's going to set the world on fire. He's steady. You know, he he completed nearly 60% 60 of his passes uh, and had 28 touchdowns to 12 interceptions at Syracuse. I think they have they're going to have the best player on the field on offense in Luke Ford at tight end. And so I would imagine that that matchup is going to be really good. I like Isaiah Williams at wide receiver. I think Chase Brown at running back. And that offensive line, you know, Brett Bielema loves to lean on that offensive line. Uh, and I think they're going to get, get the ground game going against the Cowboys. I, I think it's going to be close early just because Illinois – Illinois should have more talent. I think they do have more talent. I think Chase Brown, Isaiah Williams, and Luke Ford. I I think that's a really good trifecta for them. Defensively, I'm a little concerned. So I I could see this, you know, Wyoming getting a couple of of cheap scores. But ultimately, I think Illinois controls this game from about the midway second quarter on. I've got Illinois winning... 33 to 17. Uh, I'm not sure what the line on this game is. Let me go check that real quick. But I do think Illinois wins this game fairly comfortably. I, I don't I think they'll settle for, for field goals quite a bit. But ultimately I think they get the job done. I think you'll see uh, a Luke Ford touchdown in the red zone. I think you'll see Chase Brown get in the end zone. So overall. I think it's going to be a. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game uh, in the first half, and then Illinois pulls away fairly comfortably. Uh, let me get you when that game is happening. Uh, it's a four o'clock kick on the Big Ten Network. Illinois is favored by eleven points, so the over under is forty four. Um, so I've got Illinois covering. I think Illinois is going to is going to cover that. Um, the The game of the week in the Big Ten is taking place in Aviva Stadium in Ireland. It's a 12.30 kick on Fox. I believe we'll get the best broadcast team in the land, Gus Johnson with Joel Klatt. Big noon-ish kickoff, 12.30 kick. I, I said on my preview that I thought Nebraska – was the better team. I think Casey Thompson is a a fairly significant upgrade over Adrian Martinez. And listen, I, I know he transferred out, but if you if you look at his statistics, he 24 touchdowns to nine interceptions last year at Texas uh, in 10 starts, averaged 211 yards per game. Uh, he's got, I think, a decent back in Ramir Johnson. He's got a good receiver in Omar Manning, a senior wide receiver. Uh, I, I think their offensive line is going to be a little bit better. I think the defense is going to be fairly competent. Garrett Nelson at uh, edge rusher and outside linebacker, I think, is going to be a, a force. Luke Reimer anchoring the middle of that defense at inside linebacker, 
Again, I think he's going to be really good. I've got both those guys as preseason All-Big Ten guys. So if you look at the talent compared to Northwestern, I think you would say, yeah, I think they're probably the better team. I think the fact that this is taking place in Ireland, it's it's a massive time change. It's a different environment. That plays to Northwestern's strengths because I think Pat Fitzgerald just knows how to prepare for crazy stuff, right? If you go back to 2020, I mentioned this in the earlier podcast, Northwestern was the best prepared team maybe in the country when it came to COVID protocols. They returned nine guys on offense and five on defense. Ryan Holinsky is a junior quarterback who transferred in from South Carolina a few years ago. Um, he was not very good last year. Uh, only had five starts, uh, three touchdowns to four interceptions. I do think he'll be better. I think their offensive line will be better. They, they bring back four guys on the offensive line, so that's another year for them to, to get better. They have a senior at tight end in Charlie Mangieri, uh, who I think you know is kind of will do everything. I think Evan Hall is underrated as a running back. And I think with just a little bit more experience on that offensive line, uh, they do have Cam Porter back as well as, as their change of pace back. And then while they don't have a lot coming back on defense, I think that's where Pat Fitzgerald will make their hay to at least get to 500 this season. And so uh, I think Adebora... Uh, Adabaware, I'm butchering that name, and I'm sorry, but he is he is a really good player at at edge rusher. You know, 23 tackles for loss for the past two years. Um, he's he is, I think, a really really good player. Actually, over the course of his career, 36 tackles for loss and four and a half sacks. So I think he's a guy that's gonna maybe kind of bring them up. Uh, they've, they've got some other guys coming in to key, key spots. Uh, Tayshawn Holmes comes over from UMass at defensive tackle. He's a three foot, uh, six foot three, 310 guy at nose tackle. I think, I think they've got pieces to be better and not get pushed around like last year. Remember Northwestern was the only win in the big 10 for Nebraska last year. And they, they crushed him 56 to seven. But I think it's a little bit more talent equated this time around. I think Pat Fitzgerald is going to be a little bit better. Uh, and while Nebraska is favored by two touchdowns, the way I see this game going, Northwestern will start out strong. I think they, they, they open up a, a, like a 17-3 to lead like midway through the second quarter. And then it's going to be a little bit of a slugfest. Nebraska's going to be a little sleepy. Maybe they get another field goal before half. It's 17-6. to six. I think Northwestern will extend the lead a bit. Uh, it'll be like 24-6. to six. And then Nebraska will mount the comeback because their talent is better. It's much better. So, uh, not much better, but it's, it is, I think it is a tier above Northwestern. And so, they'll get some offense going They'll stall Northwestern, and I think it comes down to a, a field goal and 
because I, I don't trust Scott Frost. You guys, if you've li- listened to the podcast before, you know how I feel about Scott Frost in close games. It's how everybody should feel about Scott Frost in close games. He has not instilled confidence in his team to, to win games. And sometimes learning to win close games, it's a skill. And he just, he has not proven to have it. And so I think they missed the field goal. It's 24-23. Northwestern pulls off the upset. And they come back from Ireland very happy. And Nebraska comes home from Ireland with a lot of questions. And so those are my two picks. I know it's short this week, short and sweet. Hope you guys appreciate it. Uh, next, I'll, I'll do a, a quick recap either Saturday night, Sunday morning uh, after these games uh, play out. So make sure you stay tuned. This has been the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. Signing off. God bless.